0: Don't make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network.
1: We don't quit. Let's go.
0: The Holy War is here. Another chapter in the Utah-BYU rivalry is about to be written. And your home for the best coverage of Rivalry Week is right here on The Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: show gordon monson jake scott 975 and 12 in the zone live from mountain mike's pizza thirty-seven eighty-five west 104 south right here in south jordan first hundred listeners in uh give it away a 100 free pizzas and uh, that stack uh, of free pizzas over there gordon is is getting much smaller very quickly so i yeah. would recommend to folks to uh to get in here as quick as you can but you've got to try this pizza it is fantastic all right
0: are we about to talk to one of my favorite people on the planet
1: we are gordon let's get out to the smart rain special guest line it's no mystery utah is in an extreme drought that is why smart rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly find out more at smartrain.net he is byu legend rob morris with us here on the big show rob what's up how are you i'm
2: good guys how are you doing
1: Uh, We're broadcasting from a very good pizza spot, so, Gordon, I I don't know. How would you say we're we're doing very well, very
2: well. We're well fed. It doesn't doesn't sound like Gordon wanting to be around pizza during work. (laughs) Not at all.
0: Not at all. (laughs) Hey, you don't get a physique like mine, Rob, by, you know, just eating whatever you want or wait. Maybe you do.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, actually, I think that's exactly how you get it, Glenn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, Rivalry Week is is here. It's the last one for, for a couple of years. But, I mean, sum up your thoughts, how you view the rivalry now. You Do you get into it or do you argue with your neighbors? Uh, how do you view it?
2: <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I was at the gym this morning and somebody came up, and uh, a buddy, and we were talking about it. And he said, do you, do you hate Utah? And the interesting thing is because of sort of the schedule, I don't think about it a lot, and so it's exciting when it comes around um, you know and obviously you know this is, this is the one week that i that my hatred for Utah maybe does come out, but um, just the way the schedule plays out it, it feels like it just feels different to me i don't know
0: so rob uh <laughs> Well, are you paying attention to these particular teams? Did you see what happened in week one? Do you have any kind of feeling about what might take place on Saturday night?
2: You know, it's, it's super hard because I watched a little bit of both games, and it, you kind of felt like you weren't seeing the whole, you know, the whole pie of both teams, and you were just getting little pieces. And, you know, particularly with BYU and the quarterback situation, you got a new guy under center, and you're kind of trying to feel things out there's you know uncertainty about the level of competition with Weber and arizona obviously both good wins, but I, I feel like going into this one it's not like it used to be the last game of the year when you sort of know what you're getting um there's a lot of unknowns right now so i'm curious myself to kind of see how it plays out
0: do you think well, let me follow up on that real quick jake sorry uh do you think they were doing that on purpose do you think they were concealing stuff
2: <laughs> i don't know i you know I think that there may be some of that, but that's a slippery slope when you go into a football game because that's how you get beat—is not doing, you know, what you do. Um, so I would imagine that there was a little bit of that up just, just knowing the importance of this game. And and in week one, you're you're typically not putting in everything anyway. You're going to kind of go with a, some schemes you feel comfortable with, and then add on. So I think you'll see some different wrinkles and some different twists, whether or not they were consciously holding them out, or if they were just kind of seeing what the personnel groupings look best with, you know, each different.
1: Rob, what do you think about the talent level that uh, is currently at BYU? Obviously, they put a ton of players into the NFL last year and had a had a really great season. But sometimes, you know, the, the depth is proven out in those years where you lose those guys, right? And if you can still yeah. follow it up with a good team, you know. So what,
2: what do you think about where BYU's talent level is at? Well, you know, when you get a lot of guys drafted, that means that they're not back the following year. And so I think with, with BYU, you've got some young guys. You know, there's some some solid players, but there's some young guys, you know, at key positions really that kind of have to step up and prove themselves. So I think the talent level is getting better. You know, if this these whispers are – actually, they're not whispers anymore about the Big 12 are true. Are true. You know, I think the talent level is going to have to get better if you want to compete um, at schools that, you know, typically I think – and talent is about the same, but the, the rest of the talent on the roster may be a little bit better. So, While we're on
0: that subject, uh, I want to get your opinion on Zach Wilson and what he did last year and what he's doing with the Jets now. Rob, yeah. do, you, do you think he's going to be able – I mean, he's the starter, right? I mean, he's 22 yeah. years old. He's the starter. <laughs> Will he see
2: success? Uh, no, and here's why. Because nobody sees success their rookie year as a quarterback. So here's, here's what I think you want from him. I think they're going to love him in New York because I think he's going to do some, you know, really sort of explosives and bring a lot of energy to it. And that's what you want. He's going to throw a bunch of interceptions. There's going to be turnovers. That's just what you do when you get to the NFL. Peyton Manning did it. Every, everyone does it. So, But I think I think when you look at Zach Wilson at the end of this year, people are going to be real happy with what they see. He's He seems to me to be a guy that's kind of unflappable, if you're going to play in New York. You you better be that type of guy. But you know the energy, the youth, just the passion that he brings to the game. I think they're going to love him out there, and I think uh, people are going to be talking about him. But no, I don't think it's <laughs> statistic-wise. It's always tough uh, your first year. If,
0: if I'm not mistaken, I, I thought I read somewhere that he was voted a, a team captain as a as a 22 year old rookie. I mean, that's got to be yeah. unusual.
2: That's, I mean, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. And that tells you, I think, a lot about what his coaches, uh, you know, if that's indeed true, what his coaches and, and teammates think about him. Huge deal. That doesn't happen a lot. So,
1: Rob, want to ask you, uh, this is off the field, of course, but uh, the – BYU's invitation to the Big 12 could come tomorrow, actually, as the schools are expected to meet. And uh, this this could be an interesting move uh, in BYU football. I'm curious to get your thoughts.
2: Yeah, I have, like, I'm kind of mixed on it. I I spend a lot of time trying to figure out, you know, what it brings BYU doesn't already have. I, I suppose there's a financial component. I think the biggest thing probably is getting a, a seat at the table, you know, with, with the big guys. I think that's probably the main impetus. Um, but I'm super curious to see how that will affect recruiting. If you can, you know, are, are you actually recruiting anybody different given that you're in the Big 12? I, I don't think you are, so it's just an interesting deal. Um, but, it, you know, it's nice to go into a season thinking, okay, look, if we take care of business, we got a seat at, at the grown up table year versus where you just don't know you know what it's going to take to get in
0: there so let me ask you a question that's probably impossible to answer but i'm curious to know what you think in a general sense BYU i'll answer that- it anyway gordon even oh, if good. it's impossible I'll okay answer. all right all right that's <laughs> what i want to hear uh BYU has some nice linebackers uh which defensive unit is most important rob and i'm asking a former linebacker so maybe this isn't fair but well, what do you think yeah.
2: well it's the linebackers <laughs> of course who else would it be?
0: So it's not so impossible. Uh,
2: <laughs> you know what? That would – I think it, it depends. God, um, oh, that's a tough one because if you have really great linebackers in your scheme, you can make up for the lack of a good pass rush. If you have a really great pass rush, you can make up for the lack of a poor secondary. If you have, so it's like they all kind of feed on each other, and you see teams you know, that, ha- that are great at one thing – and it makes up for other ones. So, you know, look, if it was me and I was the, the head coach and I could have the best unit, I would take the defensive line. I'd take the front four, for sure.
1: Rob Morris is with us here on the Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone, and I'm sure we ask you this every year, Rob, but what was, uh, what was your record against Utah?
2: Man, I think it was 2-2, two and two. I think my true freshman year or I don't know it wasn't I don't think it was a winning record it was either even I think we won two and lost we won one where they kicked it off the off the uh, upper end zone and then I think we won another game but uh, the ones that we lost I've completely blocked out of my mind
1: Gordon and I were talking about uh, Utah under Coach Mack and what Coach Mack figured out to make the rivalry more of a, a, a seesaw affair as it was do- dominated so much before by, by the Cougars. What what made those Ute teams that, so formidable at a time when when they were kind of making a move as a program?
2: I think he started to get good players. I think that's always what, what makes. You know, you get a coach, and I love Coach Mack. He's like one of the most personable, you know, just – Funny, you know, really good coaches, and I think when you can recruit, you know, you started getting some some big name guys that started moving on to the next level, and I think that's when the the competition started to heat up, and uh, and he really kind of brought it to the next level, and then you know, and then obviously you have some really good coaches that come in there, and it just kind of spirals, and it and it's like a snowball that builds. So, but I think for for Mac, it was the players he brought in for sure.
0: Rob, you, if you were watching the game uh, against Arizona, you saw the injury to uh, uh, the uh, defensive back, Ellis. When, in, in your time playing both at the college level and in, in the NFL, when there is a, a serious injury on the field, how does that affect the players? I mean, you're human beings, right? I mean, are yeah. you able to shut that out of your mind or what?
2: I don't know. I don't know if I'm the best one. I was. I don't know how much compassion I had when I was playing the game. I think it's it's pretty quick, particularly, you know, maybe in the college a little bit more because it's you know that's your buddies and, um, but I, I think as a player you you have to get over it quick because there's just there's too much stuff to think about than worry about that. So you you know you kind of take a knee by him and wish him the best, but you got to go back and play the next snap or bad things happen so I think it's a short memory and for the most part you know let's let's admit we're kind of a selfish species we, we mostly care about ourselves and I, I think that's no different um you know when somebody gets injured
1: so Rob what do you think has to happen for this streak to come to an end Saturday night what does BYU, by BYU have to do to win
2: <clears throat> we've got to get more points than them that's for sure <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know I, I I think it's um you know, I think it's going to take a big game from, from the new quarterback, from Hall. You know, he's going to have to make some plays with his feet. Um, you know, turnovers are obviously huge, but you can't have happen what happens. You can't jump out or get, or get behind quick. It's, you've got to be in the game all the time. And these rivalry games, when they get emotional, when the momentum swings, I think they're a little more magnified than a normal game. And when the momentum swings and the other guys get rolling, it, it can be tough to stop them in a rivalry game. So, I think that's that's the key for BYU: is some big plays, turnovers. Right? I mean, that sounds like the key to winning every game, but in the rivalry games, you gotta you gotta keep it keep it close or, or you get a big lead. So, does that affect play calling? You think? Is that are the coaches
0: thinking that way as well? Don't don't do anything stupid. Be careful.
2: I don't know because it, again, that that's. I think that's a crummy way to play, too, because then your guys do exactly that. They're careful. Um, And so I I think, I don't think so. If if I know Kalani and and Aaron, they're going to tell their guys to cut loose. Obviously, you don't want mistakes, particularly turnovers. But I I think that this kid Hall is the quarterback for a reason, because he has the capacity to turn nothing into something. And so I think they're going to want him to go do that, you know, within the framework uh, of the offense, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I, I think they're going to turn them loose and say, "Pin your ears back and go play."
1: Rob, I don't know where you are right now, but you want us to, to save you some pizza? You're In the mood for some uh, some crisp pepperoni? It's quite good. Well, where, where is it? What, what place are you at? We're at Mountain Mike's in South Jordan, 3785 West, 104 South.
2: Okay, that's a little far from me. If you if you could do delivery, then I'll take it. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to catch you next time.
1: Well, I think everything can be delivered
0: these days. Well,
2: we right? could, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Gordon. No, no, you I, could, I, you no, could Gordon. take the Ferrari down to meet Rob at the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, Gordon, I, I said if you can do Gordon delivery, if you can do it, <laughs> not know, somebody else. Hold, hold on here a second. You know,
0: Rob, I'm still waiting for the invite to come out to your place, but I've never received right. it. You know, I'm sure you've probably sent invitations. I just haven't gotten them, right? <laughs>
2: How about this? On your way, bring me the pizza, grab some grapes. We'll watch a game. And you can feed me grapes, and we'll eat pizza, and it'll be just like, old <laughs> time. oh,
0: you're just killing me with that. <laughs> like, killing me. Wow. Now, let me ask you this, Rob. If you saw any of the Utah game, have you been able to check out Devin Lloyd? Because this kid looks like he's an NFL guy.
2: I didn't. I like, saw bits, bits and pieces of it, but I'll, I'll, I'll definitely tell you. they got a lot of guys that are NFL guys. They've done a nice job getting talent over there.
1: He, he might be the best linebacker they've had in a long, long yeah, time. I think so. And they've they've had some good ones, you know, Gianni Paul, and you know, some other good players. But he he might be the best linebacker they've had in a long time. Uh,
0: we've asked you this okay. before, Rob, but have you? What, how big is the jump from college to the NFL? I mean,
2: is it huge? Huge. I, I, I mean, for me, it was huge, and I had a pretty devastating injury my rookie year. But I just you. There's not a ton of guys that just come in and take it by storm because, you know, it's a a big jump. And, you know, I, I think it's, I don't know, I don't know if it's similar to high school to college. I think it's probably a bigger gap than that. But, you know, there's so much more in terms of film study and understanding concepts. And in college, I knew what I did. In the NFL, I had to know what I did and what the guys in front of me did and what the guys behind me did down and distance you know scenario personnel groupings and so i just i think there's more of a mental game to it which can slow you down physically and so yeah i I think it's a big jump
0: i know you you uh, have a good friend john tate that you've probably stayed in touch with through the years i don't know are there other guys that you played with rob who you stay in contact with or do you just after you retire just sort of fade away
2: I think some guys do that. I kind of have faded away, to be honest with you. You know, I went back to Indianapolis for the 10 year Super Bowl anniversary, and that was the first time I'd seen a lot of guys. And um, I don't know. You know me, Gordon. I've always kept to myself and been a quiet kind of hermit type of guy. So it's hard to maintain friends over long periods of time.
1: Well, Rob, thank you for jumping on with us. We really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the game this weekend.
2: You bet. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks,
1: Rob. Thank you, Rob. The great Rob Morris, a BYU legend at linebacker. Um, you hear him talk about it. Super Bowl champion, played for, for the Colts for a long, long time. First-round draft pick, if yes, I'm not he mistaken. Was. he was. Um, and he was really good at he, uh, at BYU. It's
0: interesting to hear Rob talk about how he was sort of a, uh, what word did he use? Uh, kind of, he liked to keep to himself. Yeah, yeah. That was one thing that I think was really challenging for him at BYU. At first it wasn't. He was excited to be involved in everything. I guess I'm kind of speaking for Rob here, but what's new, right? So uh, he got an awful lot of attention. He had a big personality. And so the spotlight just came on him. But I think he would have preferred just to sort of play the game and then duck out down a back alley somewhere and not, uh, not really be out in front of everyone.
1: Not everybody wants to be the superstar. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I I don't think he minded being a star. He just didn't want to have to, you know.
1: How about not everybody wants to be a personality or a celebrity? But he has a
0: personality. That's the thing. No, A,
1: I didn't say have personality. I said be a personality. All right. Yeah, that's true. So Hmm. I think it's harder for those guys who aren't just lapping
0: up all the attention they can get. It's harder for them uh, because they're going to get attention. If you haven't noticed,
1: well, he's really good. I thought what he said about Coach Mac's teams was really interesting. he Better just boiled players. it down. Well, and we've talked about that a lot. We should pass that along to Mac, by the way, uh, when he joins us coming up tomorrow. What, what Rob said, but you know, we've talked about him going to the islands and and uh, changing the way that uh, that Utah recruits and the way that they they did things. And he had a he had a game plan for that program that he had put together before he even got the job. Yep, and it and it worked. And it, it worked. Yeah, it, it, it certainly did. All right, more 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.